got the Gunbar King out here, Tay Rock. You feel me? You got the Punchline King, Talo, the Battle Rapper of the Year, Danger Zone. Yo. Not to mention prep, not to mention Haitian. Two up and coming crazy punches and riders on y'all ass right now. Y'all shook a rider. He from the DMV too. Ad from the DMV. We got the best talent out here, man. This is a moment that we got that's not gonna come again. We can be the new Midwest right now. Mm. And that's what it's looking like right now. You can't mention movement without mentioning DMV. We the only movement going right now. There's no other movement in the way. You feel me? And then we the hot move. Like we got three of the top dudes. We got Twerk, Jack, Ryder. That's all you hear when you talk about new niggas on the URL. Then you got me. I've been there doing what I gotta do. Tyler running around still with Punchline King. Danger niggas are scared of his pin. Mm. Rock the top of smack. One common question during the Goonies rise was where in the hell did they come from? Their rise on URL seemingly happened overnight. One thing that can't be denied is that they could rap and like most battlers had been doing so for a very long time. Now from the continued work of the biggest leagues in the culture and the impact of big events that crossed over into the mainstream hip-hop world such as Lux's third round against Calico and Cannabis coming back to battle rap against Disaster, many leagues began to spring up all over the world to try to build a brand and capitalise on the buzz that battle rap had at that time. This was no different in the DMV. Showtime Battle Arena started around 2013 and was a local hub for DMV battle rap with a focus on newer local talent. They unearthed two major stars who actually battled each other on the league early on, namely Lou Castro and New Jersey Twerk. Interestingly enough, Lou Castro, similar to New Jersey Twerk, would split his time between living in the DMV and his hometown of the Bronx. 
he would also be responsible for coming up with the actual name of Showtime Battle League and was one of the original co-founders of the platform. LOC, or rather League of Champions, started around 2013 and was based out of Richmond, Virginia. They provided a debut to a battler who would eventually go on to become a leader for the new DMV movement in 2014, namely Ryder. Local League's Supreme Training Camp, along with LOC and Battlegrounds Virginia, would be the training grounds where a battler from Richmond would develop his signature style in 2014, namely Jackboy Maine. Similar to Jackboy, a DC native would make his name from 2014 onwards by putting in work on many DMV leagues, including Supreme Training Camp, LOC, Barbenders, and Battlegrounds Virginia, namely Drugs. Now, one thing about the DMV MCs is that they are not afraid to travel. Similar to those before them, many of the mentioned MCs took to the road and stacked up plenty of battles before even touching the URL stage. I've listed here the four mentioned MCs and the battles and leagues that they visited before their PGs. This shows that although many may have been surprised by how quickly they blew up, their success should instead be attributed to their work and their time taken to hone and create their individual styles by having these battles. They seem to collide with the URL at a perfect time. URL was looking to brand their own talent in order to avoid paying the higher fees that the top talent were looking for around this time period. They used the UFF tournament as a fast track for the newer battlers so they could develop in front of a large audience. They also branched out and held a bunch of PG events during these years, including touching locations such as the Midwest, LA, London and Arizona in 2014 and 2015. With the amount of PGs being held at the time, and UFF no longer being able to pick the best of the bunch to put them on a bigger platform, you would really have to stand out and provide something memorable in order to shine brighter than everyone else. Now along with the DMV MCs travelling and developing on many different stages in the DMV, one league in particular that I feel needs to be highlighted is Do or Die Battle League that started in February 2015. The major difference between Do or Die and the other newer DMV leagues was the presentation that was akin to the look and feel of a bigger league. Do or Die being the brainchild of D.I. the Hennyman, he started the league to cultivate and contribute to the DMV battle scene. Despite him being a battler himself, he did not put himself on the first card, instead choosing to highlight other upcoming DMV MCs. Their first card included Haitian vs J-Law, Top Class vs Ryder, and the headline matchup Averb vs Danger Zone. Along with the quality look of the footage, DI also did two things continuously that brought the spotlight on Do or Die and by extension the DMV scene as a whole. Those being getting huge names in the culture to either host or attend the events and booking some of the biggest names in the culture to battle on the league. Their first event was hosted by Nunu Nels, 
a genius move as she was becoming a huge part of the URL staff at that time period. This would also allow for Nels to bring her fanbase to view the battles and would also benefit Do or Die by Nels being able to provide recommendations to URL. Ryder himself credits Do or Die and Nels as very important parts in him getting to New York and eventually to URL. So you know, we, we met at, um, at Do or Die after I battled top class or whatnot and I'm a person that believes in self-promotion, you know what I'm saying, because Facts. nobody is going to promote you like you're going to promote you, you know what I'm saying, or do what you do what you got to do. So um, I walked up to her after the battle, I asked her, what do I need to work on, and she said, your level of competition here, you need to go to New York, you need to go to like We Go Hard or something like that. So, you know, I got in contact with her, you know, I took a picture with her or whatnot, and then, you know, both of us posted the same picture or whatnot, and then um, she tagged City in it and was like, "Yo, City, you need to put this nigga on." Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was in talks with uh, your boy Clip as well, so I was going to get the We Go Hard regardless, you know what I'm saying? But new new stamp on it just made him be like, "Okay, he must be that official," you know. So that's when they booked me versus Jerry West. Now she couldn't be there for that one, and then um, what was it? She was there for the Truth Battle. And that's when she was she hosted the battle and everything, you know what I'm saying? Because at that point she was yeah, definitely man. cool with me and Truth at, at, at the time or whatnot. And um, <clears throat> after the battle, that's when she was like, "Yo, nah, you need a PG," you know what I'm saying? And Nunu is definitely one person to to look out for you and definitely to, you know what I'm saying, try to get you on and all that type of shit. Because I remember she was pushing for me to get on cards and all that type of shit. And it's just being seen in person by a URL representative can push a battler through recommendation to the URL stage much quicker. Other examples of this with DMVMCs include Jack Boy battling in front of Queen's Flip, who he credits as being a catapult for him, and New Jersey Twerk battling in front of Norbs and Jazz on Showtime Battle Arena, which led to him getting his debut battle on Smack. Again, Involving all these big names would result in URL and other big leagues paying a lot of attention to the DMV. Do or Die would continue to put on quality events, with their next event after their first one being called Bloody Sunday. Again, it was hosted by Nunu Nels and would feature big names such as Averb and Cortez mixed in with upcomers from the DMV, including Henny Man himself, Drugs and Cuban. Drugs in particular would gain major attention from the back and forth that himself, Nunu Nels, and Cortez would get into before the battle. I be live in five, four, three, two, With names such as Tay Rock, Cortez and Briz in attendance, this would be heavily talked about and again provided a major spotlight on the DMV. The battle currently sits at just over 130,000 views. 
Do or Die in 2017 and 2018 would become arguably the hottest league in the DMV at that point in time, with many becoming familiar with not just names such as Twerk, Ryder, Jackboy and Drugs from their URL exploits, but other DMV talents that appeared on the league such as Cuban, Haitian, Jay Moore and Spanish Harlem. You would see well-known faces from the region at the events, including Danger Zone, Prep, Tylor, and Tayrock. They would also continue to bring in the biggest names in the culture to host, including the aforementioned Nunu Nels, Tayrock, Vada Fly, and Jay Black. The cherry on top was then bringing in top battlers to grace the stage. Names such as K-Shine, DNA, Goods, Big Cannon and 40 Bars appeared on Do or Die during this time period, amongst many others. These three factors ensured that by the time Battle Rap Trap took off as a platform and Do or Die went on hiatus, that the DMV was firmly stamped as a hotbed for talent. DI's media involvement would only enhance the profile of the DMV battlers and allowed for the rest of the culture to get to know them all better. Henny has to be saluted as a pioneer and frontline representative for the new DMV and is an integral part to their success. According to the timeline, Drugs would actually be the first name to receive a PG that was hosted on the URL channel but actually filmed by Barbenders in 2015. He would take a while to heat up and find his footing on the biggest stage so he would touch multiple smaller leagues in order to continue to develop. Ryder would actually be the first one to make major noise with his standout performance in his first PG against Snake Eyes in February 2016. His setups and haymakers gained him many plaudits and he seemed to be coming into the league with a point to prove in terms of putting on for the new DMV. Oh, nigga, your soul got so attached to your body, but I'ma make it leave. I know a lot of y'all like, that shit ain't possible. That shit is make-believe. There's so many doubters, I gotta make-believe. So tonight, y'all gonna watch the God take rib out a man's body like I'm creating Eve. Oh my God! Let's go! This would lead to many anticipating his next URL battle, which would happen in May 2016, at URL's Feed the Hunger PG event. He would again have a stand-up performance away from home and arguably be crowned the Battle of the Night. I got shotties. I got shotties. AKs. Nigga, something that can stop all y'all. You catching everything in bulk. I linked up with Mike P for the Costco card. You was all over. I said I linked up with Mike P for the Costco call. You was all on Facebook Live. Talking about that nigga riding not believable. Cool. So they gotta pull back that white sheet and your mama can't believe it's you. I'm licking your soul. Jackboy would make his URL debut against Drugs at the same event. And in this battle, both of these MCs showed why they would have a shot at becoming the next great stars of URL was raised quicker so rose won't chose they was made nigga and i don't mind playing one to make you the slave victim you'll see still bent on impact like a cage crippling and here's a cage crippling and here's a plot because it's one eye in the lens i didn't made minions he gone in seconds 
Hold on! I'm showing them why. Drugs is one of DMV's well-known soldiers. When it's wartime, you a cannibal late to dinner. You get the cold shoulder bomb in this. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? With those three having been touted as potential stars for 2016, the last piece would arrive in August 2016, at the very bottom of the day two Born Legacy 3 card on URL. New Jersey Twerk, fresh off of being scouted by Jazz and Norbs, would be provided an opportunity to impress against Dougie, and that he did. You not convinced? I popped this shit, fuck the ops. If we got a set of all differences, then the opposite. I shook his pride. Like twerk coming, like twerk coming, nigga look alive. He died with his eyes wide open. The nigga look alive, nice chopper. I came in, I came in, I came in. I clap you in a coma. Madness. I can snap at any moment, I'm balling. I get highlights off and locking, or now I might spark them face shot. I pop eyes, why I order madness? The performance, aura and bars twerk displayed led to many wanting to know about his background and what his next plate would be due to the huge potential he had showcased in that first battle. But before that though, we would get Ryder and Jackboy both having their final PGs in November 2016 against Chef Trez and Fettuccini 20 respectfully. Hey, so cut it out! I was young, dummy, and dubs. What the fuss about? Just bugging out. When mom said beat the streetlights home, I bust them out. Hey, shit's relevant. Like your hometown and this last bullet was just a page, you know, in my mind state. Richmond Glock, nigga, bah, not nah, closest class, so speak out of turn. And those words end up back in your mouth. He was like, I heard about, and then heard bow in the back of his well for this battle. What you thought I wasn't gonna come for the kill? That old Trez. I'ma have that nigga real close to the mill. You know I like to name my guns. You know I like to name my guns. And this time you in trouble for real. John John, Prez Mafia, I doubled the steel, but this one... I said two straps. Nigga, I'm peeling out of both like Morpheus hands. Then the next thing you know, the pound behind his head like the scorpion stand. So Their standout performances would show that they were more than ready for the next level, and they both were responsible for some of the biggest moments and reactions coming from that event, with both of them having memorable lines that are remembered years later. One thing that is also noticeable is the presence of the DMV behind them during these battles, similar to how the Midwest banded together when they were out of town. You can see Ty Law, New Jersey Twerk and Prep standing behind them both showcasing the beginning of the new movement. At some point in 2016 or early 2017, Ryder, Jackboy and Twerk decided to form Bloodline, which initially only included those three as they were the front runners of the new DMV. This eventually developed into the Goonies, which incorporated drugs very early on. The Goonies banding together further cemented them as the hottest new movement out of their graduating class. They provided a similar feel to when the Midwest invaded New York. Their energy, competitive nature and complete disrespect for the establishment lit the match for them to become the new resident bad guys whose talent could not be denied. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, 
Oh, I'm the best in New York. We don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Because we the best in New York. Fact. <laughs> we the best, best in New York. We there? Why y'all fighting over the scraps? We over here. Hey, why we there? Hey, mm. this, this, this one, two, three of the best niggas in New York. You know what I'm saying? It's the top three New York battle rappers right here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? From DMV to New York, nigga, we claim them like that. We the top three New York battle rappers. All four of the Goonies were some of the top prospects coming from the PG class in 2016. This obviously heavily increased the eyes on both themselves and the DMV as a whole. Twerk would arguably become the focal point of the movement, with his standout performance against Glue Easy in 2016 to end off the year. They would make a major start in 2017, with three of the four appearing on Born Legacy 5. Twerk would receive a vet in clean paper, and his stock would skyrocket with his performance in this battle. I lift it, hold it down. Oh, yeah, nigga. I'm strapped in. I'll clap you in a coma. Madness. I can snap it any moment. I don't do the talking. Ruger sparking. Knew my serial number like my computer logging. Uh, and I scratch it. Minigun, bulky as shit, I gotta shoot it off with God. It was motor as shit, feel like a supercharger, drop that. Under my big T, it's two revolvers. Pop, and I got them from Spain. They make me do the sauce, I'm overboard. Ryder and Jack would be paired together and labeled as Team DMV in order to combat the New York duo of Snake Eyes and Dougie. This was put together by URL in order to harness the tension between the new DMV and the new NY on URL and it served the DMV team very well and their chemistry and content would lead to many giving them the win against the New York team. And we don't play to lose, and we don't play to lose cause I be damn good use my hands. But I'm in my stance and I've been waiting for shit to go left all day, I'm a NASCAR fan. <laughs> Look, you fucking, yeah. opportunistic or a bunch of knives having watching babies like Dr. Lipset. Fuck it, because I just want to let the clip off. You're going to get the whole show. Word, and Dougie going to get the spin-off. But wait. Twerk would elevate above many of his class and debut as a surprise battle on Gnome 7 just a month later against Mike P, showing URL's belief in him in becoming the next big star. Although many give Mike P the win, Twerk even getting this opportunity would show that the DMV movement was here to stay on URL. The Goonies would return in full force in June 2017 in order to go against New York again in the form of Team Homie on Double Impact 2. This again was due to their unity as a team and all of them hailing from one region and making a lot of noise. The battle itself would on most part be another good showing for the Goonies. All four members would appear on the main stage and with them pulling out New Jersey twerk and drugs, Team Homie would respond and Rum Nitti, O Solo and Poison Pen would jump into the battle, resulting in it being one of the most memorable battles on the card. By this point, 
the DMV had fully arrived, with them being a presence all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. The Goonies would call out many different teams and battlers and increase the feel of them being the standout newcomers that were poised to take over the URL. They had a heavy media presence with names such as Battle Rap Trap and Rome DMV being consistently present and providing an outlet for us to get an insight into the Goonies and the DMV as a whole. Towards the latter half of 2017, Jackboy and Twerk would appear on Born Legacy Supreme against Ill Will and Young Cannon. These names showed that the Goonies were now past the newcomer point and would deserve names going forward. This energy that many would say carried battle rap in 2017 would result in URL solidifying the hard work and efforts of the entire region and they would provide them with a major cosign to kick off 2018 and firmly place the DMV as a battle rap staple going forward. This being the Survivor Series DMV card that went down in January 2018. It feels good, man. Well, listen though, bro. At the end of the day, and I fuck with Danger Zone, and and Pre and all of them that stuff. Tyler, all of them that stuff. But bro, at the end of the day, we bought URL to the DMV, bro. Nobody else can take credit for that. Jack Boy. Ryder, Cuban, Drugs, I don't want to miss nobody. Who, Castro? Cash, Lou Castro, New Jersey Twerk. I don't want to miss nobody, but when they, when I, when I say it, I hope they don't take no offense. We bought URL to the DMV, bro. Us, we did, bro. The URL would put money into this event, with it being available to purchase on pay-per-view, showing that they recognize that people would purchase pay-per-views to see the DMV talent that had been putting on for the past year. It also showed that the DMV, similar to the West Coast, would become a focus for URL to farm talent from by them holding multiple events in both regions. Looking back at both cards for the two-day event, it reads like a celebration of the DMV and features its upcoming, established and newer talent. Twerk, Drugs, Ryder and Jackboy would be joined by names from the region such as Prep, Tylor, Young X, Moon, Diesel, Spanish Harlem, D.I. The Hennyman, Haitian, Cuban and Jay Moore amongst others. Now this is not intended to be a look at the entire history of the DMV so this will be our cutoff point for this video. The Survivor Series card which was well received ensured that the DMV was firmly on the map. The mission that the new DMV had embarked on just a few short years earlier was fully realised with the success of this card. Following on from this, URL would revisit the DMV several times. New Jersey Twerk would ascend rapidly and go on to become a major star and currently sits as one of the faces of URL who has received big cosigns from names such as CeeLo Green and Drake. Drugs who may have had a slow start has now firmly become a part of URL's plans going forward and has a heavy resume to show whilst also improving on his craft every battle. Jackboy would embrace being the villain 
and reinvent himself and usher in the URL band series which boosted his stock tremendously. He is now one of the top names that is called when you speak about Richmond or DMV battle rap. Ryder just like the rest has gone from strength to strength and become a face for the DMV. He has a heavy resume and is regularly featured on URL whilst also being a constant presence in battle rap media. With the door kicked open, many names from the DMV in recent years have gained major traction and most have some sort of affiliation with the Goonies. Ace Amin would go on to have his first online battle in 2018. He would burst onto the scene following his PG and rise quickly through the rankings. His affiliation with the Goonies would only boost his stock and he would have a good run on the URL's first ever Ultimate Madness tournament. He is also one of the faces of the new DMV and with his solid resume and unique style, he can only push in an upwards direction. First Lady Flames would traverse the same road as the majority of the Goonies, with her touching multiple DMV leagues early on in order to build her buzz. She would eventually become a leading figure for the DMV females and would wind up through her hard work appearing prominently on URL and Queen of the Ring. She is now heavily featured and has put huge names such as JC, E-Hot and Vixen on her resume, with impressive showings for each. The DMV, Maryland and Virginia battle scenes are definitely in a healthy state and the rise to prominence of several personalities have aided for it to get to this point. I've listed some of the media and contributors to the DMV scene that I feel show that the DMV truly has all aspects covered when it comes to the culture at large. You have the more podcast slash barbershop talk surrounding all topics in the culture, including the DMV, from names such as Will Spiff, Hayes, XL Brown and D.I. The Hennyman with VS and Battle Rap Trap and Damn I'm Wild from the New Era podcast. You have the groundwork in terms of the newer DMV MCs being interviewed and promoted and also coverage of relevant topics in the culture from channels such as DMV Slizzy and Miss VA. You have league owners such as D.I. The Hennyman and Kells who dabble in many different aspects of the culture including hosting on URL and Kells in particular being a part of the official URL scouting system which again would provide a direct pathway for the region's MCs to get to the biggest stage. In-person attendance to the biggest events is held down by names such as Danny Lux and Savage Vandross who also have their own channels in which they provide in-person footage as well as covering many relevant topics in the battle rap culture. Legacy bloggers such as 757 Mojo, 7 Mitchell and Rome DMV are established names that at any time can put something out and it will be paid attention to due to their long-standing relationships with the culture. There are plenty of leagues in the region, both newer and older, that many of the top battlers in the region have visited at least once. You have a mixture of the older, well-established leagues such as Supernova, Pit Fights and Seven City Sharks that have had appearances from big names such as JC, DNA, Chilla Jones, Daylight, Tayrock and Briz Rawstein. You also have leagues such as Do or Die, Our Society Battle League and Southpaw Battle Coalition that have become very popular leagues that are championed by the people. 
These leagues have featured both older and newer names from all over the region, including the Goonies, Moon, Sheed Happens, Cuban, and Suervo, amongst many others. Lastly, the DMV has a hotbed of talent, and I've listed some of the names I feel will play a big role in the years to come for the entire region if they haven't done so already. This again is not an exhaustive list, so forgive any omissions. Sheed Happens, Murder and Swervo are part of the UM4 tournament on URL, which is a great look for them. Names such as First Lady Flames and Ace Armin are already established names on URL and Queen of the Ring. I hope this video gave you a clearer insight into the DMV movement and how we got to this point of them being a leading region in battle rap today. I've been Jay from Rap Redux, if you rock with the content and would like to see more, just take a quick second to like and subscribe to the channel. It helps us to move up in the algorithm and helps more people see the content. In just a few short months, we are almost at 400 subscribers. If we could cross that mark, we'd be well on the road to 1k. Thanks for all the support so far and let me know what topics you'd like to see next, either in the comments or on Twitter or on Instagram. And where exactly would you rank the DMV in terms of all-time great battle rap movements? Until next time, peace.